pretty nerds. 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 Welcome back, guys. This is episode number 33 of the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. Yes. So um, we're excited to be back. So how's everything been going with you? Uh, You know, same old, same old. I am determined this week. I've been saying it since January began um, to really, really amp up my clean eating aspect of my whole situation but I really really for real you know this week have been trying my hardest to to get a, like a plan in order so that I can start eating clean so that my results will be more quickly I guess than what I've been seeing so that's kind of my focus this week is to find some good plans to follow so if any of people out there have any suggestions just let us know, because that would be great. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> oh, what about yourself? Um, I've just been, like, chilling. So um, my chill time, unfortunately, is coming to an end soon. So I'm just trying to, like, suck it all in at this point. Um, yeah, so that's about it. And I'm working on my um, having active rest days. So we'll see. That's my goal in February for my rest of days to be active. So we'll see. <laughs> that is tough. <laughs> that's a t- that people don't realize that's tough because like when we, when they think rest days, they think just completely rest and do nothing. But you still have to be active because otherwise, it's just gonna hinder your progress. But anywho, <laughs> oh. but that's dope though. Good, good advice. Um, let's jump into our hot tops, yeah? Yay. So I I guess my first um, one is today is Martin Luther King's birthday. So definitely want to, um, I guess, say happy birthday to him and um, still forever grateful for all the strides he made with civil mm-hmm. rights for um, all people, um, not just Black people. Um, so yeah. And, um, just to say to shout out to all the people who knew that today was actually his birthday and not Monday, just because it's a holiday. <laughs> I put that on my Facebook. I'm like, so y'all just gonna wait until Monday to say MLK happy birthday? Cause I'm like, I saw literally like maybe one or two, um, posts about today being his actual birthday. And I'm like, I understand that MLK, you know, the holidays, like the big day where people celebrate, but I'm like, I feel it's important to celebrate on his birthday. He, it, this is not like an Easter thing, just whatever day is fall on, you celebrate. No, he has an actual birthday, you know? So, yeah. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I guess sticking into... I guess the lines of political activists and activism and all that jazz. If you've been kind of following the news lately or social media or whatever, then you would see or maybe not see um, at one of the Democratic Party's highest, I guess, um, donators or people who donate, the guy Ed Buck. At his home, there have been two African-American men um, in the past, I what is it, 
past two or three years that have been found murdered or dead. And then there is a third man who has come forward who has who said that Ed Buck actually injected him with crystal meth. My question or kind of what's, you know, on my mind is how come so many activists, in particular, obviously, Black activists, are so quiet on this? Like, what is, what's going on? Why are we so quiet? Um, I would say my first thought, number one, is they're gay. Um, that's the first thing, because, I mean, it was my first time, I guess, hearing about it, but I'm guessing it was probably a lot of people's first time as well, because now you see, like, hmm, it's a pattern. Like, this is the second person. Um, I definitely think, like, hey, don't go back over his house every, like, all black men, listen, you can do better. Right. Don't be a headline. Um, but, I mean, I definitely think when it comes down to just people speaking out about it, um, it's that they're gay. Because I'm like, if it was a heterosexual person, I definitely think it would have been more coverage, more attention, more outrage um than what it has received like definitely absolutely and see that's I 100% agree with that that's kind of the stance I took on it is that the reason that we haven't seen a lot of activists kind of speak up on it is because it's in that touchy gray area right well the one that they consider the touchy gray areas in the black community and that is of homosexuality so um a lot of them I think have shied away from it But I also thought that it was kind of important to touch on the fact that he is a Democratic nominee. Uh, Well, not I'm sorry, not nominee, but a Democratic kind of donor or supporter, because I feel like, um, you know, the Sean Kings and and the Black Lives Matter movement and all that. I think the reason they're a little silent on that is because we also know that they are heavy or connected to a lot of Democratic nominees and influencers and all of that jazz so mm, I don't know I think that's that that to me is a little sketchy and I feel like I don't care what political party you support or are in favor of I feel like you should if you call yourself an activist for black people and for the black community then regardless you should be you know open your mouth speak and talk about what's going on and what's affecting our community period I agree. Um, I'm a little iffy on Sean King all the way around. Um, But and of course liberals or you know left or whatever I follow a page on um, I mean I'm not homosexual so I can't speak to the experience um, from like just a personal standpoint but just I follow um, I think it's Angry Black Homo. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. It could be Black Angry Homo. I'm not sure. Um, and I'll definitely correct myself. It's either one of those. But he talks a lot about, like, you know, how white gay people basically um, just, like, come in and, like, just take over and just, I mean, basically what we see, like, white liberals, and if it doesn't go their way, they kind of, like, you know, cry about it or whatever. So, um, I mean, and that's probably another reason why it's not, you know, receiving a lot of outrage. It's like, oh, well, he's a Democrat. I mean, your point? 
Exactly. That is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I like I said I don't care what political party you fall under if you are not you know protecting it um out here actually protecting the you know black people in the black community if you call yourself an activist for us then you should be regardless speaking up on it you know definitely um so I mean y'all just stay away from over there I know like like this is not victim blaming because definitely um I mean, people use their influence and their power as well. So I'm pretty sure, though, you know, those things were included in money. But yeah, I'll stay away from Odin, man. <laughs> let let him be. That's let what I be. um that I I definitely um concur with that. Um, I also think, like I said, there should be definitely an investigation into him because I feel like he is, regardless of if he has anything to do with the deaths there's something strange going on in that man's house. And I think he's using his political connections, his power and all of that to influence or kind of drive away from there being, you know, a investigation into him. Yeah. It's definitely some shady. Cause I'm like twice at this point, you, even if it's like a drug thing and it was accidental, you don't need to be doing drugs with nobody else because obviously they ain't like you you ain't doing it right. Something wrong in there. You know, like mm. exactly. And I definitely <laughs> think um since the the one the young man is alive and he can tell his story, I think that they should talk to him, you know, yeah. find out what what the hell is going on in that house because he's alive and actually can attest to it and speak to it. So Yeah. We'll see. I'm definitely like keeping my eye on that one though, um, because that's something that I didn't know about at all. So um, definitely just keep my eye on it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess staying in the political range. Yeah. Clock government shutdown and um, what's it? Uh, the president. Donnie yeah. <laughs> and all of the things going on there. Um, it is so, so, so unfortunate. Like, I feel so bad for all of the people that are affected. My heart goes out to you. Um, I just, at this point, you just like, what the hell is going on? But I also feel like this is one of those things not as dramatic as 9-11, but you remember like 9-11, it was kind of like this unity thing. Um, whereas, you know, now people going to have to start leaning on other people because you don't have. Um, there are a lot of government benefits that are like, if something doesn't happen, it's going to be shut down. I necessarily, I don't agree on the wall. Now, I agree on border protection and making sure we know who's coming to America, vice versa. Most countries do. Um, but a wall, what is a wall? Wall is not stopping terrorism. Like, giving the statistics, more terrorists, you know, from the terrorist plot that they have full, have come from the Canadian border than the Mexican border. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, there is no proof that this wall would even stop anything. And it's going to take five years to build. So 
why not be smarter with border protection and take that billion, $1.3 billion and say, okay, what policies can we do? What systems can we put in place to make sure that our country is safe? Not to spend it on some structure that, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the most, I guess, simple way to do something. And we're so advanced, you know, like, it's not like this is, 1801 and a wall is like boom you put up a big wall can't mm-hmm. nobody get over it that's it you know what i'm saying this is not, not like we're in berlin where they built right. the berlin wall you know what i mean we're right. not we're not trying to go backwards in time right we are like you said we're so technologically advanced now why would we build an inefficient five billion dollar wall not only that i'm still stuck on the fact that flint still doesn't have clean water i'm sorry flint still don't have clean water y'all said the what was it the 1.2 billion or whatever that they needed i don't even think it was in the billions that they needed they needed in the millions y'all said that was too much to get a clean water infrastructure for flint but yet y'all want to spend five billion dollars on a wall right like the people in the united states ain't okay like they don't have clean water, but y'all want to spend five billion dollars to keep them out, like to keep other people out. Like I'm just saying. And I want again, again looking at statistics, immigration is at the lowest. I think they said it's been in 22 years. That, so that is I'm true. Like, I'm like, you know, I think a lot of people are saying America is for what it is at this point. Like. Yeah, you still have to keep terrorism and, you know, have all of those systems in place, in place. But it's like, it's a wall. Like, how dumb can you be? Very true. And then you got to think about it is, I mean, if you pay the right border agents enough money, you're going to be able to go under it or over it. Like, you're going to be able to come. That is true. That is true. And they say it's supposed to help stop you know human trafficking and stop drugs coming through and everything like that but as we've seen they get the drugs in any way that they can i mean there was just a story that said that um a a soldier it got convicted of trying to bring drugs in on uh, what is it the through the boat was it a boat or either through the air no, it's the air I, i'm yeah. So, I mean, either way it goes, and that was a soldier. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we all know if they want to get something into the country, they getting it in the country. I mean, so let's, let's, I just want to, uh, like you said, I want to see a solution. I want to see these people get back to work, period, you know? Right. And that's, I'm like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And then when you think about the story, you know, TSA, where the guy went from Atlanta to Hong Kong with a gun in his carry-on luggage. Um, that is just so much. And I'm like, you're asking people to work for free. Um, and I think now I saw like on the website that they can now apply for unemployment, which is like, they still not enough. Um, I, I don't, it, it's, I don't know. And I can't imagine like having to work and not get paid. It's like, who coming? I'm not coming in. If, girl, listen. And then not only that, they forget that a lot of government jobs are like stressful as hell. And you right. got to deal with thir- a lot of different type of person, people and personalities. I mean, I, I listen, 
them TSA agents, I'm like, listen, I'm in solidarity yeah. with y'all because shit. I'd be damned if I come in as, as, you know what I'm saying, at the airport having to do security for free. No. I <laughs> drops. Some eye drops, bro. So I can only imagine, like, on a day-to-day basis, how much BS they deal with. Then you want me to, like you said, deal with it for free. And I don't know when it's going to be the end of me dealing with this for free. So I, I don't understand the game plan. He was like, oh, the government could be shut down for years. And I'm like, okay, bro. Okay. And it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, for all the people that voted for him because you said, oh, he's going to run it like a business. That's exactly what he's doing. He's running it like he's the CEO and he got complete control. And not even a CEO, like he, he, it's his company. He has no board of directors. This is what I want you to do, and you're gonna do it, or I'm gonna, you know, fire you. And it's like the American, it's not as much as you want to say, I'm like, it's not a business. No matter how many business aspects you have into it, it's not a business. I'm like, it's the government, shady as hell, but it, it's not business. I'm like, so you don't have that free reign of power that I really do think in his head, he thought, oh, well, when I be president, I'm just going to be able to do what the hell I want to do. And it's like, no, you don't get to do that, bro. Like, it sounds good, but you, that's not what you actually get to do. So I definitely, I'm like, I don't know. I definitely don't think we should spend $5 billion on a border wall, but I do want these people to get back to work. Right. Um, and people to have their benefits because I'm like, when you think about the food stamp program, I know people like, well, it, it lazy people. I'm like, first of all, most of the people that get food stamps work. You have military personnel that get food stamps. You have elderly people that get food stamps. You have disabled people that get food stamps. I'm like, so you know, and there's only so much that the food bank can do. Exactly. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely. But while we're on the government shutdown, the the funny part of it, I guess, um, the Clemson Tigers, I'm pretty sure, I hope um, their mascot is Tigers. I think so. Yes. Um, had their, I guess, dinner at the White House last night. Uh, most of the time, they are really nice affairs. The players get to come and, you know, hang out with the president or whatever. So last night, the boy Dunny decided to feed them American food. And by American food, it was McDonald's. Like, that is embarrassing. Like, you fed these boys McDonald's or these men McDonald's? Like, not only that, one hot tray, though. But, but can I, I mean, my thing is, is that I get that whatever all the crap he was trying to say about the shutdown, and that's why he had to buy woo woo woo. But at the end of the day, like, don't you have to know like the people that you're dealing with? He was dealing with athletes. Like their body is, you know, what I'm saying so important to what they do. Why the hell would you feed them McDonald's? Right. Uh, I'm I mean, like, even if they eat it. I wouldn't feed it to them. Like, there are certain things that I eat that I know tr- is just, like, straight-up trash. Right. But I wouldn't feed it to my guests because I'm like, it's trash. <laughs> like, I just... It was so... T- 
tech. And I'm like, so you get on the internet boasting that you bought it. However, you couldn't get it catered. Thank like, you. They didn't ever cross your mind like, hey, let's bring in a catering service. Because I'm like, no matter what happened, and people, of course, making excuses, he knew this was coming up no matter what happened. This was coming up. This is the thing on your calendar that he knew. Like the championship happened the same time or around the same time every year. So if it wasn't Clemson, it was going to be, you know, Alabama. Somebody was going to be at the White House. And the government been shut down, what, like 20-some days? So why you didn't call a caterer and say, like, hey, let's get this catered and bring some people in and get it catered? You bought Cole McDonald's. Thank you. If you was really going to spend some money and it was about you spending your own money and all that jazz like that, you have enough money to have that whole event catered. Why didn't you? One of the players was like, is this a joke? I was like, that is me. Y'all would be like, are we being punks? Like, is he for real? You want me to pick up a Big Mac? That you ain't even got warmed up? What? What? <laughs> no! And I don't care how people be like, you know, McDonald's fry, McDonald's fry. Once they're not, like, fresh out the grease, hot, they're trash. There is no redemption. Absolutely. No going back. It's trash. Absolutely. So, yeah. Girl. And you the people with these boys, McNuggets. Child. <laughs> a hot Child. mess all the way around. Just a hot mess the whole entire way around. Yeah, <laughs> one, one sauce per person. Because I know McDonald's ain't giving us sauce. <laughs> they never Girl. do. Right. <laughs> Just a whole mess. And then he was like, they ate them all. Oh, I forgot about the infamous tweet where he. <sighs> Now, I know I'm not a big fan of Twitter. Even when I was like a heavy Twitter user, I didn't like that they couldn't, they won't let you edit the tweet after you post it. Bro, spell hamburgers wrong. So I'm like, they didn't underline with that little red squiggly line, like, hey, for you press post, even if you got a grammatical error in there, you posted this with a squiggly line under hamburgers. Exactly. How come his autocorrect didn't catch that? Right. And but it was so wrong. I can see, you know, when it's so wrong, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like the autocorrect don't even know what you saying. Like, huh? <laughs> the autocorrect was so it's like, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure like Bush and Obama probably tweet. They probably like, well, they probably didn't even tweet, or they may have tweeted. But it's like, proofread this for me. Nigga, you don't take that in to nobody and be like, let your son look over it. Because I'm pretty sure he could be like, dad, hamburgers are wrong. That is true. I don't, girl, listen, I don't know. Listen, that whole, listen, that whole White House a uh, hot mess. I try to avoid. I am still waiting on the Simpsons episode to come through. Like, come on. You've been right about everything else. How long do we have to wait? Because I'm tired. Well, we know it's going to come right. eventually. But yeah. Anywho, so let's um let's get to 
some lighter stuff. <laughs> um, our girl Missy Elliott, whoop whoop, was inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Salute to Missy. Obviously, she's done so many of like the incredible hits that we know and love, even songs that you think or you know you didn't think about or didn't think she was behind missy was behind it um you know a lot of the big time singers the monicas the leahs um the whole lady marmalade thing all that stuff had missy elliott stamp on it so salute to missy because she definitely she put in the work and she definitely deserved that definitely i'm so excited for her i'm like finally so i'm excited Absolutely. Um, also in music, uh, Drake, which I guess to me this was kind of a strange move, but then I don't know, because Drake has been kind of giving hints a little bit to some retirement vibes, like maybe he's getting close to, you know, calling it a rap when it comes to music, kind of stepping away. And this kind of to me is in, in line with that, but just I guess an artist at the his caliber at the height that he is with his career it's a little surprising but he is apparently doing a Vegas residency um okay. signed a 10 million dollar deal for that I don't know it just seems strange right at this point in his career for him to already do a residency but what do you think I'm here for it um think that's a good way to see him and not have to worry about like his shows being sold out in one second so you on a website pressing a button and it's like no tickets hmm. true that so, that makes sense so and i, mean, I think that's also a way to to tailor the audience because yeah. because then because for vegas residencies if i'm correct because of where they're located as far as being in the casinos, aren't they? Don't they put a a limit on who can go to those type of events or the age cap? Or am I wrong? I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh, I don't know about this. Oh. Because of his, it was in a club, yeah. The, the yeah. show he just did that was a club excess, and that's where the residency is supposed to be. So, oh. So maybe that's another thing that he's trying to do, put a cap on as far as the age of people who can come to it. So maybe he can and, do... And he doesn't have to worry about like touring costs and stuff like that. It's like, I'm here, you come to see me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But I do, like I said, I still think he's giving hints or getting, you know what I'm saying? Like he's getting close to that retirement space. As far as when, it, as far as music is concerned, anyway, I feel like he seems to be turning his attention towards other things. I can definitely see because when you think about like all the other artists that have been in Vegas, you think about Celine, Mariah Carey, Boys to Men. It's like you know, huh. yeah, they're kind of like not making music anymore. So yeah, Scorpion was the end all be all. You catch him on some. No. Yeah, very true. Um, also music. Well, not music related, but obviously a music artist. Um, Rihanna is making headlines 
Um, not only because she's uh, supposedly hinting or they're hinting that she may be getting ready to do an accessory line. Obviously, she had the big old Fenty shades on, but um, she is suing her father <laughs> because he, apparently he has been running around telling people that she he is her uh, he is her agent and using the Fenty brand to make shady business deals. So <laughs> wow, that's all I can, that's all you could say to that is wow. Um and I would sue my daddy too. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like don't be shady and I'm pretty sure you're not without or lacking uh financially. Like at this point you're just being greedy. Like don't that to me that's so trashy like for any family member or friend to do that to a person, a celebrity or whatever. It's like, bro, chill. But not only that, she's worked so hard to establish yeah. that brand. So for you to kind of throw that asterisk on there, knowing how hard she's worked for her brand, that I'm with you. I would sue it and that would piss me off for real. Like I we might not we might you might be cut off. Like <laughs> I might have to put you in play. Like, um, don't talk to me anymore. Go through my people, my assistant, and if I want to talk to you, I will. But, and then the brand is relatively new. Like, it's not, like, an established, you know, powerhouse or something. It's just, you know, I think she did a good job with branding and marketing and her being the person that she is, just being fly. That really helped. But I'm like, bro, you, she got a new brand. Like, it can't be attached to BS, especially this early. Like, why did you think that was okay? Exactly. So, yeah. Redo your thing. And I'm looking forward to them shades because them shades, I'm like, child, listen, I'm going to have to get them shades when they come out because she just came out with this little, um, the pro filter concealer. I'm like, Rion, I'm tired of you. But put it in the bag. She's let still about my coins. <laughs> right. I'm like, let me get it because I am in love with my Fenty Beauty Foundation. I'm like, let me go get it, girl. Oh, girl, listen. I am so like low budget when it comes to makeup, but that tells you it's because I don't use it often. But um, so I don't know anything about a Fenty Beauty product at this point. They look pretty online though. <laughs> it's such a big difference because at first I was using and not knocking drugstore brands because I definitely think like they be popping. But it's something about when you get like the Fenty and all those other products and you put it together, you be like, shit, damn. So, I mean, yeah. But I don't know if I, if I wasn't like, I'm a makeup person. I love makeup. So I probably, if I wasn't, I'd probably like, shit, I'm not going to spend my money on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's kind of a give or take for me. Because like I said, I don't, it's rare that you see me put on some makeup. So that's why I'm like, eh. Yeah, I can't see dishing out the coins. <laughs> uh, gotta spend that on the gym clothes, man. Uh, but anywho. So, just moving on. Let me see. Let, let's see. Um, I guess, do we want to do Rob right now? Or do we want to save him? Uh, yeah, let's get, I mean, we might as well get into the petty. So, let's get yeah. into the petty. So, I don't know exactly what Black China and Alexis Guy was fighting about, but obviously there was a fight at a function this weekend. They said China threw a drink on Alexis Guy. Um, you see Alexis Guy trying to fight China. China. Now, 
I'm not gonna say that she walked off in fear because Shada Duwop turned, did the turn and looked back. Like, you know, come for me. Like, you know, no worries. So, um, and then I think like over the weekend or whatever, or yesterday, we saw like Alexa Sky was at Rob's house. She was cooking for him. Rob posted her on Monday as his WCW. Um, she called him her baby. So it, it <sighs> I do want to feel bad for Rob, but no. But a part of me kind of thinks that maybe the reason that the whole situation was going down is because maybe China has an inkling of I don't know. I mean, it's so hard with China to kind of know where her mind is. But it seems like she genuinely maybe did care about Rob, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there was an inkling or at least enough to have some jealousy. So maybe she heard some whispers going around about um, Rob and Shorty. So, I mean, hell, I don't know. Listen, I don't pretend to know what's going on with this love and hip hop drama. But, um, look, I, hey, that's all I can say. And I'm with you. Like, at this point, when it comes to Rob Kardashian, you can't. There's no feeling bad for that guy. Like, yeah. Okay, sir. Get your life. And I and I do agree with you. I do think China cared for him because you see he even he even looked better. So I mean, when you're treated properly or better, you you know what I'm saying? It can it shows. So I do think she cared for him, like trying to make sure he was healthy as far as his weight. Um, he was at the house more. Um but I just feel like with Alexa Sky, it's like, uh, so you just gonna choose the same person over again? Like, I don't understand that about Hollywood, and I know it's like a society, or you know, you want to get y'all recycle the same ten people. Yeah, like yeah. all these people accomplish successful people out here, and y'all do the same ten. Girl, listen, that is to me that is the biggest mystery that I cannot understand when it comes to Hollywood. Like you said, it's well, I'm not even going to say Hollywood women because it seems to be men. The men are the ones who are guilty because you see the women like Taraji went out and got her, a, you know, a, a guy that we don't know or, you know, a lot of the women seem to kind of go outside and get folks that they that we've never heard of, don't see never heard about just random they they don't have any issues i guess dating a regular person outside of the business right yeah so to see uh but with the guys it seems like like you said they go through like the same pass around the same 10 chicks amongst all of them like it's it's gross <laughs> one aspect it's gross and too it just doesn't make any sense because it's like y'all preach and preach about how y'all want this that and the other in women and how you all women are you know the same and they only after you for this that and the other well if that's the case then why are you consistently dating the exact same women over and over again if you know that shorty did you know was after old dude for fame and money before then why would you date her like i don't that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me you think you're gonna be different or something yeah yeah the definition of insanity you know yeah 
So we'll definitely see how this drama unfolds. I'm like, I mean, it's going to end up just like China did. I mean, I don't know. Because I'm like, Rob, if you ain't tackle Rob issues, just leave everybody else out of it. Exactly. That's my thing. He needs to deal with him first before he even think about being in a relationship with anybody else. That's tragic. But mm-hmm. you know, thankfully, Rob, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, staying, I guess, in the love and hip hop drama realm. Um, your guy, 50 Cent. Uh-huh. Listen, so I'm normally I'm here for 50 Cent's Petty, but on this one, I'm not here for 50 Cent's Petty. Like, he's literally day after day after day after day online harassing Tierra Marie because obviously as we know she filed a lawsuit against him instead of obviously the guy who she had the sex tape with who released it she filed it against 50 for posting it or posting a snippet or a picture of it on his platform um judge dismissed it she lost and she has to pay him court fees of like thirty thousand dollars 30k and he is on you know Instagram making the crudest, most ugh, disgusting posts, harassing the girl constantly about the money as if he needs the money. But um, you know what I mean? Just like ugh, have some have a show a little bit of class, my guy. Just a little bit. And all the black women that he has around him who claim to be his friends, like I don't understand how nobody ever taps him on his shoulder, like, come on, my guy. This isn't the way to do it. I understand why he got shot nine times. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, I understand it. But the crazy thing about it is, why you harassing her, but oh, shorty didn't harass you when you tried to say that you were bankrupt, but G-Unit or whatever had all the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shady as hell. Like, just, oh, I, y'all know I cannot stand Curtis Jackson. But, that is like hire a collection agency and get them to call her. Like, don't do this ish on the internet. And it's like you're a grown man, bro. Like, what are you doing? But also, I've also noticed that he has a pattern. It seems of attacking and picking on black women, and it's starting to bug me. And that's, I guess, that's the reason why. Like, I really don't like him because I'm like. You don't, like, it's like, what are, what's the issue? And I'm not going to say that, like, oh, he needs to deal with his mom. No, 50 needs to deal with 50. I don't know who hurt you or how it happened, but you need to get yourself together because I'm like, if it ain't Tia Marie, it's your baby mama, then you got, you know, your son or whatever. So it's like, bro, you got some stuff that you need to work on. Work on your relationship with your son. That right there alone should keep you off the internet for a couple years. Uh, preach. <laughs> that alone. Like, find something to do. Absolutely. I do not like him. <laughs> so, what else you got for me today? So, oh, soldier boy. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um, 
So it, it's a lot of things. I don't. So maybe I missed something. Um, where did somebody say Tigger had the biggest comeback? Or Tiger had the biggest comeback, and he like I didn't have a uh, he didn't have the biggest comeback. I did. So he put posted his little receipts. But I'm trying to figure out why he's so angry. Like, why are you yelling at us? Like, I mean, we happy for you. You made money in 2018. We happy. Because I'm like, I mean, I don't know if it's like crack or cocaine or what, but it's drugs somewhere and it's not weed. Agreed. Agreed. And he looks horrible. Like, when I look, because like somebody posted a picture and was like, you know, the whole agent challenge that's going on. And I'm like, man, this ain't soldier boy. This might look like an old crackhead. And then when I saw the video, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what are you doing? And I just still want to know why you mad at us. Why you mad at Tigger? Like, what he do to you? That might not even respond. I'm still, listen, I don't, I, I think. And this is just a speculation or this is a guess, but I recall at some point um, a while back sometime last year um, on one of the hip hop pages that I follow, they posted from um, that show that Joe Budden used to be on Everyday Struggle, I think, the one with academics, I don't know. They posted a clip from that where they were talking about the biggest comebacks in 2018 or who had the biggest comeback. And I think they're the ones who said Tiger had the biggest comeback, so maybe that's what got him in his feelings. I don't know, but it was so long ago, and it was from such a show that I don't think anybody really like pays attention to. That I'm still, I when I saw him going on this rant, I was like, "Really, bro? This what we doing? Chill, chill, soldier boy. We know you out here getting money. We salute you because I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought after the whole." Superman, that I thought that was gonna be it for you, but you still out here getting money, still staying relevant when a lot of people can't. So I salute you for that. But you ain't like you like you said, what Tiger do? You ain't got to go like that boy Tiger. like that. He just trying to Tiger. ride his wave as long as he can. Like chill out, and then he was like, he from Zone One, which I don't know where he was really talking about, but I'm like, bro, you are from Batesville, Mississippi. Is it Zone One? <laughs> Oh, well, because, you know, in Atlanta, they have those different zone one, zone yeah. six, zone two, all that jazz. They try to claim. I'm like, but how you gonna represent? Bro, you from Batesville. Like, like, when you blew up, you were still from Batesville. Girl, you know, you know, as soon as they get on, they all try to swear they from Atlanta. Like, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I made 300 they didn't even put the whole receipt on there down to the penny right like, all right, you and your little 50 cent at the end do you <laughs> but oh. yeah yeah exactly so, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was funny though I laughed yeah um, I guess the last one that I had um was this I think it was this past weekend or maybe it was like Friday or something like that. Um, 
Patricia Thomas, also known as Peter Thomas from Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, got on the internet and gave black women the trusty advice about their hair and who shouldn't wear blonde hair and um, we should love our natural hair and all of this bullshit. Don't be Patricia. Like the whole video that I watched, I just cringed because I'm like, first of all, in 2000, in the year of our Lord, 2019 and beyond, shut the hell up about black women and their hair. Like, be quiet. And I don't understand, like, for men that speak about, like, oh, I want a black woman with that. Get you a black woman with natural hair. It's not hard to find us. Like, it's not hard to find. So it's a whole, you know, trend that has turned people on and they have, like, this has been since 2012. We are now at 19. Sis, I ain't got no more perm in a head. Go find you one. But there are also men out here that don't care about, okay, she got a weave in. I don't care. I like her. She got a perm. I don't care. I like her. She got crochets. I don't care. I like her. Like, get you what you like. But stop trying to impose your likes on the whole demographic of black women. Like, no. And we don't do that. We don't be like, mind that little chalk around your head. Stop doing it. That little chalk around your beard. Stop doing it. Stop drawing on your mustache. Like, don't grow a beard if it don't connect. You don't hear black women saying that to black men. It's like, bruh, do you. Exactly. Girl, listen, sometimes I just, like I said, when they go on these little rants about stuff, it just, you just have to kind of shake your head because you'd be like, really, bruh? And then the thing that, the thing that gets me or that irritates me the most is like this whole wear your natural hair or don't wear weaves and wigs and blah, blah, blah. As if black women are the only women who do that. That's the thing that gets on my nerves. We the only women that y'all come at for wearing a wig or a weave or this and that and other. But you see wigs and extensions and all that are a big business. And a lot of it comes from non-black people. You know what I'm saying? White women do it. Hispanic women do it. I mean, you can go on online right now and see tons of Hispanic girls with wigs on, um, with extensions in. Same thing. All the Kardashians wear extensions. I mean, so I don't, I don't. Cause I'm like, yeah, all they heard don't wig lines. Full. Right. All they heard don't be that fucking full, like that long and full. So that that just really bothers me. I'm like, I mean, even when it comes down to any other woman, it's like, just don't get you a woman that wear weed. Like, it's just that simple. Exactly. And we got to teach our daughters about self-esteem. Yeah, and I'm going to teach my daughter whatever you feel beautiful in, baby, do you. Do you. Yes. <laughs> as long as it's not attached to, oh, it's going to make me look like something. Do you. I'm like, when I wear weaves, when I wear wigs, when I wear braids, I don't have nobody else in mind but Fallon. Like, Charlie, oh, you, you look good in it. Let's keep rolling. And again, going back to the statement that I made last week, when are y'all going to send black women a whole line of main choice products, Shea Moisture products, Mila products, or Maya? Like, when when, when you going to do that? And we want the whole line, so we want shampoo, conditioner, pre-wash. We want leave-in conditioner, curl custard, 
And we're not even going to get on a trial and error part. So if that don't work, send us something else. Girl, what she said. Since you want natural hair. What Bring your hair over and detangle my hair. Since, since, since you got so many things to say, detangle my hair for me. Uh, do me some two string twists and I want them small so I can wear them for a while. Girl, listen, you already know, but they don't understand how complicated. I'm telling you, they really be thinking, they be seeing them black girls with the um with the basically the wavy two two what is it, two A, two B hair, whatever like that. And they be thinking, they be thinking, oh man, that's how that's how black that's that's natural, right? That's how that natural hair do your hair like that. Nah, bruh. That the majority of our hair does not do that. It don't just fall. Even though, like you said, a wash and go is not just a wash and go. Okay. <laughs> we have to do extra stuff to maintain the moisture within our hair and to make sure it still looks good. So cut it out. Like, like you said, if you ain't providing the products, don't worry about what I do with my hair. Right. And when it get cold outside, be like, Shada, I gotta do something with this. Because moisture is like that. They want. Ooh, the struggle. <laughs> mind your business. Mind the business that pays you and not black women hair. Like, I grew Amber Rose. She was like, do you wear what you want to wear? Stop coming for us on this BS. And I'm like, Peter, you ain't even getting on her. So why are you talking? And mm-hmm. I used to like, I like, man, to call you Uncle Ben. Leave us alone. <laughs> What you said, girl. But anywho, that's my rant for Patricia. (laughs) Oh, so the last topic that I have for us today, or that I have anyway, is um, one of the members of B2K. I can't remember which one it was. Um, He posted, like, I guess a teaser that they may be doing a You Got Served to, or that they're doing a You Got Served to. My question is, do we care? Are we here? Do we need a second one? Like, I don't... What are, what are your thoughts? I don't... Um, no. Um, definitely not. <laughs> I'm trying to... Re- like, I know I saw the first one. I just don't remember it. So I feel like if I don't remember the first one, I know it's been a long time. But I remember the first Bad Boys. I remember the second one. It's been a long time. Um, Yeah, just leave it. Yeah. Because I feel like it's going to be one of those sequels that kind of like just miss everything up. So, yeah. Girl, listen. There are certain movies that I don't, I'm like, I don't want really want to see a sequel to. Or I feel like y'all going to mess it up. Obviously, we talked about before how high doing a sequel and not having read a meth. So, why are we doing a sequel? Um, obvious, um, Master P is getting ready to release I Got the Hookup too. I'm really not sure that we needed it. I got the hookup too. Um, <laughs> so I just, yeah. yeah. But I'm looking forward to Bad Boys 3, though. <laughs> like, opening weekend, Thursday night, I'm going to be there watching it. Because I think what the second one came out, I think I was a senior in high school. So it has been a long time. Coming. Long time in the making. I'm excited. We'll see. And I'm like Martin and Will Smith. They just work so well together. So I'm definitely excited about this. Definitely. Yeah. But everybody else stop it. 
I feel like if you ain't like in the comics, then you need to ask the fans do they want of hard to like. Absolutely. <sighs> but yeah. Oh, another like I know this is so off basis, but um another sequel that I really do want um from the last movie was Best Man. Um after Best Man Holidays, like uh how long are we gonna wait on this next one? Well, I, I, I mean, what are they gonna, um, what are they gonna do with Best Man now, though? I mean, is it gonna be like a movie on Oh Girl, finding another, I mean, uh-huh. finding another woman? I don't know. I was thinking more of like it would be more focused on, I guess, the other characters because I feel like Terrence Howard and I forget the other girl's name. You know, like it was almost like one of them was getting married. Were they getting married to each other? And I think it was good to see like their relationship. So maybe if they get married to each other, see if they'll focus on other characters. Well, that yeah. could be. I mean, that could definitely be a shift. I mean, we'll see. I don't know because they may do. You, I mean, they made a lot of money, so and you know we good for doing sequels and trequels. What is it? Tre- not trequel. I can't even remember what the third ones are called. <laughs> Listen, I don't even remember what the th- a third in the series is called. Hell, a trilogy. Gosh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, um, let's jump into relationships. Uh, what is your first question for me? Um, my first question would be, um. There are three options, but it's what's the hardest? Um, one, letting go of your ex and believing you deserve better. Two, moving on and forgiving people in your past. Three, starting over and being single and hidden. What do you mean hidden? I guess like I, for myself, I went through a phase of I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to really talk to any men because there are some things that I need to work on. So I wasn't necessarily available um, or even trying to be available. So, yeah. yeah, I never had that face. So I would, <laughs> I would say option number two is the hardest for me as far as uh, trying to was it forgive people or move on yeah. and forgive people from your past? That's the hardest one for me because it takes me so long to like cut someone off um, that when you get to, once I get there, it's hard for me to forgive whatever trans, you know what I'm saying? Transgression that got to that point since it took so long for you to kind of get me to a point where I cut you off that, it's hard for me to kind of forgive and forget after that, you know? Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, damn, it's like I want to put number one and two together. Um, I'm not going to definitely say two. Like, I, I'm not going to say I necessarily hold grudges, um, but I kind of do. Like, I don't hold grudges against people that I am, like, my best friends. Um, some of my family members, I don't hold grudges because it's like, okay, I love them. I want them in my life. Now, when I'm at the point where I'm like, I no longer want you in my life, whatever the last thing that you did, 
I have a grudge towards you at this point. I don't want to speak to you. I don't want to say nothing to you. If you see me in public, act like I don't exist. I'm going to act like I have never laid eyes on you a day in my life. Um, and I guess like moving on is like tough for me because even after a relationship, I stay like stuck for a couple of months or so, like overthinking like, well, what happened? What was my fault? What was their fault? And I mean, it's good to say, okay, this was my fault. It's not good to stay there. Um, it's like, okay, this is my fault. Let me move on. And I know not to do it next time. Or let me work on that personality flaw. It's not good what I do. I stay there and keep going over and over, you know, about it in my head and tormenting myself about a breakup. It's like, okay, you move on. Um, I'm still working on that forgiveness part. It's like, I don't want to forgive you. Fuck you. <laughs> right. I know. And I know that's like horrible, but no, I want you to die knowing that I don't forgive you. Like I want you to yeah. die knowing I'm on her shit list. Like <laughs> No, 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 no. Because forgiveness is for you, not the other person. Like, see, I feel that's another thing that I have an issue with. I don't care. I want you to know that I don't like man, listen. I think that's like some slick, like reverse psychology bullshit. Like, no, forgiveness is for you, shit. It ain't for me. I ain't do you wrong. You did me wrong. Fuck you. Lord. See, yeah. we, we, still work. we still work. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm not there yet. Like, I, I'm not there. Like, oh, I forgive you. And even if, you know, you don't know, forgiveness is for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I ain't gonna walk around like angry about it either, but no, I don't forgive you. Right, she, right. Did <laughs> so I'm working on it, y'all. Pray for me. Keep me lifted. <laughs> oh. It is a struggle. Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> so my question for you is do you think a couple's finances should be together or should they be separate? Um, that's a tough one. Because um, I'm, oh my gosh, it is so tough. Because I always think like, what's my money? It's my money. And what's your money? But then it's like, what if I need some of your money? Um, <laughs> um, I do think there should be some togetherness. I will say that. Like, I think that um far as maintaining a household, it should be, you know, this amount goes like I no, I think it should be transparency and togetherness. I am it's very transparent. I'm transparent about this is my paycheck, this is my salary, this is what I bring home, this is what I'm putting in our joint account. But I also think that you should have that account that is like just for you. Like, okay, this is for my miscellaneous items that I want to buy. Or, you know, if I'm saving up for a surprise for you, like, I already have the money in it. You know, it's in my account. Um, but I definitely think that there should be, like, some together. It's like, okay, you take, you know, 70% and you put it, you know, we put both put 70% of our paycheck in the account. Um, after savings and all this stuff and then you know 30% is you know whatever like I know people probably like well 
what if you spend it somewhere else? That means you got a whole nother slew of problems that finances ain't really got shit to do with it at that point. But yeah. So I actually agree with you um, on that part. And a lot of it, I think is just for me, my personality base is that I, I like things to be extremely like organized, especially when it comes to my budget. So I feel like you have to have, like, if you're in a relationship and y'all are like a couple and y'all are, you know, if you, especially if you're at the point where you're like living together, paying bills and all that jazz, I think that you should have a joint account definitely devoted to the bills, especially, like I said, cause I'm so, for me, I'm such a, like a, a, a freak when it comes to that. Like I have most of my bills are automated um, I wanted to come, you know, I have my days set on when I wanted to come <laughs> and all that stuff like that. And so I'm, I, and I like to make sure everything's on schedule and on time and everything's coming out when it needs to come out and all that jazz. So I think that uh, you definitely have to have a joint for that. And like you said, you need to have some, some type of like, I don't even know if it necessarily has to be an account, but like, like you said, uh, a kind of a side money just for that you know the person to do whatever they want to do with it you know what I mean like you spend your money on like I like to get my nails done so my money for my nails and my hair if I'm gonna get my hair done or yada yada, yada you know what I mean like that so I I definitely 100% agree with you on that yeah okay. um I have another question so um what makes you lose interest in a man that you once had interest in uh what makes me lose interest uh i would say is it is it just like is it like after you spent some time with the person or just off the bat like you saw them and you were interested and then like you see them again all of a sudden you're just like yeah nah i don't know what i saw the first time or you ain't feeling it or whatever like that so is it after you okay so like for the people like that I just saw from the first time and I'm like, ooh, and then I see them again and I'm like, mm, nah, I don't see what a, you know, what I saw the first time. It can be something as simple as just like aesthetically, maybe um, I've changed as far as the kind of things that I, I like in a man. Cause that, that does happen for me from time to time. I used to be attracted to a certain type of guy. And as I've grown, it's the aesthetics of the type of guy that I like has changed. Um, but as far as like the, the second one where it's like, uh, initially you're attracted to them. Then after like spending some time with them, you're like, no, no, no. Um, what that for me, that happens after, um, uh, it uh, oftentimes centers around like political view. Not, I don't want to say political views, but just like, views in general like after you spend some time with somebody like if, if I find out a guy's homophobic or has caveman ideals or something like that yep that attraction's instantly gone that's an instant attraction killer for me if I find out you're problematic you're homophobic you have you know like I said you uh, have caveman ideals you don't want a woman who works or you want a woman who walks behind you 10 paces or some dumb shit like that yeah it's a cut off for me so what about yourself? Um, I would say um, far as like initial 
Um, if I saw you and I see you again, I'm not attracted. It could be like maybe I didn't see your teeth the first time and you smile is like um your sense of style, like yeah. Are your shoes dirty? Are your nails dirty? Like uh, I don't wanna talk to you anymore. Um far as like spending the time with the person, I definitely um and then you had interest and you lost it. Um, my biggest thing is inconsistency. So if you like inconsistent, automatically I'm like, well, there goes my attention. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> I agree with you far as being homophobic, being sexist, xenophobic, um, all lives matter. Um, yeah, and just being like stupid. Like if I look at you and be like, I can't believe you said this stupid ass shit like <laughs> we might as well just call it done because at that point it's like I think you just stupid as shit and I don't talk to you anymore um yeah so I think that's and if you treat your kids badly like if I you know if you have children and I'm like hey what you doing and you ain't never got your kids or you talk to them bad like I had just example I had one dude and he was really attractive, like tall, dark skin, got a nice beard, you know, just everything was on point. But he got his daughter stupid. And I'm like, uh, sir, what did you just do? Why did you call him stupid? So that was like a major turn off. I'm like, well, we won't ever go any further because you always like, I always think about like, what if you have kids with this person? This thing you gonna talk to my kids? And then I'm gonna have to fight you. Very true. Like that's why I could never see like being with somebody who's like a deadbeat, because you'd be like, eh, if that's how you treat the kids you got now, bro. Like, eh, how you gonna treat kids? How you gonna treat them? So yeah, I definitely concur with that. So those are my only two questions. So I have one more question. Now I saw this. Um, it was one of those kind of like top polls or whatever like that. And it was, it's was the top dating questions that you should ask like your partner when you guys are dating or whatever like that. And the question was uh, about, you know, when, what was their first time or their first time experience or whatever like that. My question to you is, have you ever asked a partner about their first time experience or have you ever thought to ask? Like, is that one of the questions that you thought to ask? your partner I've never asked that question um and I've never thought to ask it um because I always figure like okay that was before me um and you know like if you clean and no STDs like I mean you know whatever um yeah but I, I feel like it's a really good question to ask I would this like I'm adding it to my question because I want to know. So, so that's actually, that's why I brought it up because I, when I saw that, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Cause like, I'm with you. Like, I've never thought to like ask somebody, uh, you know, about their first time or first time experience. Cause I'm like, as long as, like I said, if I, we go through the, you know, the sexual health talk and I know you're clean, no STDs, you, you know, believe in practicing safe sex yada 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 obviously we're going to have those type of conversations but I don't tend to like dwell on other people's 
past sexual experiences I mean obviously if you want to share if you feel comfortable sharing or you know you talk about stuff like that that's not gonna bug me either but I'm just saying like I'm not gonna like hard hit you with so what did you do this or how'd you do you know what I mean like I I don't jump go that far but um you know and we kind of talked about this off air as far as why you know they felt that that was an important question to ask and I and I actually, um, you know, from the conversation, like I said, we had off air, I actually agree with you. I think that maybe it has a lot to do with, I guess, the time that we're living in, where so many people, um, I guess, I don't know if they're having negative uh, sexual experiences or just their first times are, I don't, I hate to say like negative, but I guess have like negative connotations around it and things like that. So I, 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 I can definitely, like you said, I definitely can see why that is a question that they included on that list. Yeah. Um, like, and that's one of the reasons why I was like, you know what, I'm going to add it because I think that like your first time, it builds so much of like your future sex life because I mean, that's kind of like your frame of reference. Like anything that's your first is like, okay, this is my first time. And then you compare it. Like eventually it kind of like goes away, but you still have that experience in your head. Like, was it painful? You know, did you enjoy it? How did you feel after? A lot of people feel guilty and we take that guilt on further and we never just really enjoy sex. You know what I'm saying? Like we do it. But you don't enjoy it because you feel like, okay, I did something wrong. And it stems, like, I think it goes back to your first time. Yeah, like, exactly. Very true. I'm adding that question. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a very interesting kind of list. I think maybe, maybe in the next episode, I'll go and pull, like, pull some more of the questions from that list and just kind of see if we kind of agree or disagree, you know, on if those are the type of questions we should ask. Huh, maybe I'll post it on Instagram and see. I don't know. We'll we'll decide. I'll do something with it. We'll do something with it. For sure. Um, any other kind of thoughts or anything else? No. New music? Um, nothing new, I don't think. I mean, I'm just on my Anita Baker this week. Mm-hmm. Um, on the old classics that's it in my Jamaican music girl that's all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting um, girl I'm not on the album <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, but yeah so <laughs> for me I, I haven't been you know doing any I haven't I'm so disappointed on my, in myself because I normally keep up with um you know, the new latest something that's came out or whatever like that. And I kind of keep up with it, but I just have not been focused on anything as far as music wise lately. So yeah, like you said, I'm kind of in my old, listen to my old like songs that I used to listen to back when, you know, I was quote unquote in them streets. (laughs) 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 Woo! yes boy my listen my gym playlist is like uh oh five 
every crunk music record ever. I would I would beg to kind of challenge and say that crunk music is greater than mumble rap. I'm just gonna put it out there because I was listening to some head that headbuster record the other day. I was like, you know what? Crunk music definitely greater than mumble rap. I definitely <laughs> feel like we did better than y'all did. Because <laughs> like headbusters, like you can still see yourself hopping around a club. With super duper energy, and you ain't had nothing to drink, nothing. You just like lit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but anywho, so I mean, that's it for me this week. Uh, yeah. What is this episode thirty three? Yeah. Listen, damn. I really like. We have to really try to keep. I'm gonna really like write myself <laughs> a note and be like, keep up with the numbers better. But yes, it is episode number 33 of the pretty nerds podcast be sure to follow us on instagram pretty nerds with the z podcast um we are currently finally 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 on spotify so you can listen to us on spotify obviously we've been on um apple itunes so you can listen there youtube stitcher Pretty much any place that you can listen to a podcast, obviously SoundCloud, um, any place that you want to listen to a podcast, we there. Just look for Pretty Nerds with the Z and be sure to give us, you know, ratings, comments. We definitely read them. Um, we like them. We'll give some shout outs on air um, for the best ones that we like. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night.